Hello. Hey. We are here at my house over to Media South. Without preamble. Without preamble, jumping into large print, volume eight of Unshelved, uh, page 60. Page 60. Wait, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to recap the Captain America fiasco. Oh, so, so many podcasts ago, we, we referred to the fact that Captain America died, but it was complex, and it was just sort of laughably complex. We that, couldn't remember how he came back to life. Yeah, so what happened was, it was all the Red Skull, his, his longtime enemy, who essentially concocted his death and sent him wandering around through time, and then Sharon Carter, his girlfriend, uh, was involved and wasn't up... wasn't Captain America shot? He was shot, but he was, he didn't. Die. She shot him. He didn't die. She shot him. She but... was shot. He was shot by Sharon Carter, but he did not die. It was a special weapon uh, that sent him. And and and, and all my eyes just glazed. Yeah, over. it all ended up with the Red Skull <laughs> wanting to get into his body. The Red Skull's always wanting to get into Captain America's body. I think he's got a crush on Captain America. Okay, so there you go. All right, it was pretty bad. Next time we can recap Secret Wars. You just outed the Red Skull. The, the new Secret Wars, he needed to be not, not, not Secret Wars one. Well, not Secret Wars or Secret, or Secret Wars, Wars two or Secret War, but Secret Wars. Not Secret War. Oh man, capital. Uh, I was page, I was thinking there was only three. Page sixty. There are four. Page sixty. Uh, what is this sequence? Oh, this is when they uh, the summer reading prizes don't arrive. Yes. Chaos ensues. Chaos ensues. And I love that. I love that Colleen somehow has uh, found a pizza coupon from nineteen eighty five. Yeah, that's viable. Yeah, I think it would. Uh, I think it's, still be it's above around, the bar. Be hanging around the library somewhere. Uh, and uh, I love when Colleen offers the kids sea monkeys. When tomorrow offers the kids when, sea when monkeys. Tomorrow offers them, yeah. He, he, in the second strip, he has no idea what they are. I still really don't know what sea monkeys but, are. But I love that he's got, he intuitively knows. He says, I don't know what that is, but I bet it's not nearly as cool as it sounds. And that is sea monkeys in a nutshell. Did you ever like, order the anything? Ads, the ads had these cartoonish characters. Yeah. And in the finest print, it, it basically said, they're not nearly as cool as this. Did you order anything from the back of a comic book? Oh, so kids? many things. Like, did you order those x-ray specs? I got x-ray specs. By the way, spoiler, they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand how they got away with that. Like, no, like, I know. It's so bad. Um, I did offer, I, I did order and was very happy with like the nine-in-one spy tool. Oh, you got that? Oh yeah. I, well, I got several because they like they they collapse as soon as you get them. They're not, nothing's well made. But no, I was addicted to the stuff from the back of the magazine. So so I never I never got any of it until I started. Remember the Olympic greeting card company? That yeah, yeah. I did that too. Back? I did that too, and that, yeah. that's how I got all the crap in the back of the comic book. You, uh, you could get it all for like really low points. That's right. So I just got this giant box of crap delivered to my house, and then I yeah. never never did anything again except for paper. Today's young entrepreneurs to be. They can't do that. I wonder when the Olympic they, they start they start internet starts. When the Olympic greeting card company went out of business, I wonder <laughs> maybe they're still out there somewhere. Somebody somebody call us up and offer to sell us a greeting card quick. Uh, page sixty one. Uh, I love the bottom strip. Uh, the woman claimed to have read all those books, and she's angry that Dewey doesn't believe her, and he says, "I don't not believe you." There's something about there's something about people like it's fine to be a voracious reader, but it's another thing to go around basically proclaiming it. I am a voracious reader. Why? Well, as people, I'm like, well, what about this book? I've read all those. Well, okay. Then, like, if you if you read those, why don't you tell me something to read? Like that, that's <laughs> which one's best? I try to turn it around on him, and then they can't tell me anything about it. I like the top of sixty one where tomorrow's tomorrow's worried about being ruffled. Do I look ruffled? I look ruffled, don't I? She's just so never worried. ruffled. What? She's she's never ruffled. She she got ruffled. She says I'd better get myself together. I need to sell this to the kids. Okay. Sixty two is uh, what's that from? Uh, Surviving the public. We use those for the privacy. Yeah, our favorite, favorite favorite library policy. Yeah, don't tell your don't tell your story. We have such an amazing story. You have to go see our talk though to to hear it. 
It's a great story. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't gonna tell that whole story, but I just, I mean, I mean, it's so ridiculous that we make people like go home, get an ID, come back, add their spouse to their their uh, library account, and yet it's also very good, right? I mean, like I have very mixed feelings about this. Yeah, I, I think the the one thing we say in the STP is that we we wait until the most inconvenient possible moment to let them know that we're protecting their rights. That we're awesome. Yeah, yeah that we're awesome. Yeah. We're amazing. We're the only ones protecting your rights. Yep. Uh, and here, I love the woman is angry when she has to come back in to do it, and then yep. and then she finds out that uh, she doesn't have access to his records, yes. and he doesn't want to give it to her. Yes, that's a nice turn. Yes, that's a nice turn. On sixty three. Um, page sixty. 64. Uh, the guy coming in with the tanning bed sized uh, scanner that he's got at a garage sale somewhere. So to some degree, this was, this was us touching on the whole Google Books thing where they were, well, they did scan a whole lot of out of copyright and whatever books. And in copyright books. And in copyright books. And just they, made yeah, them available, basically. Yeah. 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 Good for them. Thanks, yeah. Google. Uh, and it, it's all summarized in the in middle of page 64 where the guy says, information wants to be free, so I can sell it. I just, I just like... Um, I always saw people coming in with these crazy old devices. And I just remember one time some guy brought in this giant scanner and it didn't have like a giant, oh, I remember you telling me about it didn't that. have like a giant scanning. And bed. it had a little thing to put the coal into to, to run it. Basically. Yeah. Well, but like, like it had a connector on the back that I'd never seen. It wasn't like a serial connector. It wasn't a parallel port. It was connector. scuzzy, but it was scuzzy. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, it was, that's what, that's what scanners ran for, ran for a while. It was gigantic. Yeah. They're gigantic. S C S I. Yep. Is that scuzzy? What did it stand for? Small computer systems interface. Wow, yeah. look at you. Yep. Ooh. My original, my, the Mac 2 had SCSI on it. SCSI. Yeah, the first color Mac. Wow. All right, so uh, bottom page 65, let's admire my drawing of a cat that looks like a monkey. It looks kind of like a cat. Kind of like a cat. It's, it doesn't look enough like a cat that you immediately get cat. No, it's got whiskers. No, I know. I'm, I'm not saying it looks completely unlike a cat either, but you don't like glance it and go, oh, that's a cat. That you monkey's got a big, whis long whiskers. Yeah, that, that monkey sure looks a lot like a cat. Uh, 66. Uh, this crazy lady who looks like my friend Bianca a little bit. Um, that is random. Is irritated um, that the library is closed when she wants to use it. Which, which I think I, I understand. But mm -hmm. Dewey humors her and, and rewrites his entire schedule, which I yep. enjoyed. Until she finally realizes that there are other people in the library too. What about them? It's a little, a little, a little pat. That's what they call a moment of clarity. But nice. Yeah. It's nice. Can't believe we went a little pat on that one. I can't believe it either. Um, I really like in 67, uh, Merv's, Merv's latest business plan is auctioning off the rights to a piece of, a random piece of paper he found on the, on the printer. Dude, you never know what that's going to be. I mean, no, I know anything, right? I know. And that's the thing is that he's not telling anyone what it is. It's, it's like those reality shows where, where you're auctioning for the rights of whatever's in the storage unit. Well, it's like, it's like, let's make a deal. It's like that too, I guess. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like the interaction with Buddy where Buddy says, I'm not falling. Uh, he, Merv says, I'm offering you exclusive rights. And Buddy says, I'm not falling for that one again. How about super exclusive rights? Sold. Would you ever would you ever pay money for a storage unit you didn't know what was inside? No. You no, wouldn't? I wouldn't. No? No. I would I would pay something for that. Okay. I, I don't want that, to do that. That is the fundamental difference between you and me. Someone someone if I had to sum it up in one. Someone at a library thing. conference recently, a librarian told me that her son basically makes money by doing that kind of stuff. And I'm like, huh. Like maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. It's got to be making more money than we do. Well, my favorite episode of that Storage Wars or whatever one of those. I watched one of those shows, not the other one. I can't remember which one I liked that anymore. So great branding. But mm -hmm. um, the guy opens up the box because you you can you can look in it, but you can't dig through it. Oh, okay. And he opens up. And the, so if there's like gold ingots sticking out, right in Fat City. Well, he opens up the box and it's all these old Mego fixtures, uh, action figures. Oh, those really in in, uh, in, box. in in boxes. Yeah. yeah, like like he gets like three, four grand. He doesn't know what they are. Yeah. And I'm just drooling. I'm like, no, yeah. don't take those to the store. Take them to me. 
Uh, I figure 68, 69, you're going to have a lot to say here. I don't know what to say. We, we decided to do, uh, we, I, asked, I asked you, and you said it was okay if we spun off Not Invented Here out of Unshelved. And so this, uh, this I think, was the first week of Not Invented Here. And I believe that means that I own, uh, yeah, you own a all. percentage of it. You Is do. that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's really worth a lot. I really like Paul's drawing of Dewey. I do too, actually. Um, it's funny because, I mean, we're just going through this now because Chris Halbeck is drawing on shelf now. Um, and somebody complained that he doesn't have Dewey's angular face. But, like, here it has, like, a, a perfectly round face, and yet somehow it's totally Dewey. So. He, looks, he looks a little too depressed, though, with, with the, the falling cheeks and everything else. Yeah. But it's yeah. nice. And maybe and maybe Chris's is a little more enthusiastic than the Dewey, we, the, the, the sort of low-key Dewey we usually have, and that's just that's the artist thing. And I, like and I was just thinking about this the other day that that you and I read a lot of comic books where the artist often changes like every month. Right. So you're used to the variation, right? We're used to the variation, and to some degree, I really enjoy the variation. And sometimes mm -hmm. I don't love it, but like there's always something interesting about it. And so I think it's not so strange for us to see our characters. And we've seen we've had guest artists over the years too. I think what's interesting though is like that doesn't happen very often in comic strips, no. right? Like it happens in comic books, but not. And comic even when it happens, even when you change artists in comic strips. They almost slavishly like try to duplicate the right. art style. And when Chris first started doing guest strips for us, he's like, "Do you want me to try to make it look like yours?" And I was like, "I think that would be working too hard." Yeah. And I just said, "I just want you to draw like you." Yeah. Um, and then when we, when we decided to take him on more permanently to do the kind of the new the new revamped unshelved, um, we spent a while he and I trying to kind of bring his style a little bit closer to mine. Like we suddenly suddenly his characters developed elbows. Which they didn't used to have, and the women developed breasts. Like he he did these sort of very cartoony characters. They got slightly more. Well, he does he does really stick figurey stuff for himself. Yeah, uh, most of the time. Or he yep. used to do this this comic called The Book of Biff, which was great, but it yep. had like the same same kind of like character with very very few distinguishing features. Right, and, and highly stylized and, and yeah. So we, I just kind of nudge him in that direction. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. It, with it, it. If you're listening to this though, and you've never looked at a Chris Hallbeck comic, it's worth going looking at. Uh, oh yeah, what's his current one called? A uh, Maxim Mumble. Maxim Mumble and Mini Mumble. Yes, Mini Mumble. That's right. Yes. 71? Uh, 70, got nothing. 71, um, well, it starts on 70, but um, Dewey basically... Oh, this, yeah, this little uh, Dewey and uh, Dewey Colleen, Colleen moment. It's, it's nice. It is he, nice. He takes her out of the library for coffee for her first time, and I love that she has like some crazy, insane order because she's done her research. Like That's beautiful. And when she come, when they come would, back... Would that were actually a crazy order? Yeah. It's a pretty normal order, but when, it, is, it is complicated. When they come back on 71, my, my favorite moment is um, that Mel's freaked out that they're like, aligned. Yes. Their goals are aligned. They figured out they have things in common. They've, they've talked to each other. He says you're not allowed to spend time together anymore. Yeah, 70, yeah. 71 in the middle. Um, the computer victim has a blue screen. And that's the best part. Chinese. Like, and then it goes downhill from there. Yeah, it's buzzing. <laughs> Dude, he needs to start over. Lose all my work? That's beautiful. Yeah. So I showed you my computer, right? My, um, my MacBook. And uh, ever since I took it in to get the screen repaired after... after no, to get, to get the motherboard well, repaired. Well, yeah. You, you spilled a, some cider on it, I believe. Yes. Yeah, hard cider. Uh-huh. Uh, did, not, did not agree with the MacBook. Yeah, it turns out you're not supposed to do that. Uh, Who knew? But um, since the repair, every time I start up Safari, there's all this, these Chinese characters. Oh, no, I have not seen that. It's really strange. Wow. Like, like, but it's only when I, when I boot it up. It, I can't find it anywhere on the computer. It's sitting there somewhere on the computer. There's a file with Ever since these... they did the... And you didn't bring it back and say you guys did this wrong. It's showing Chinese. Well, it's it's you know it's working basically besides that. So I'm like, if that's if that's the price I pay for a working computer, all right, that's fine. If you're happy with it, I'm happy with it because I don't want to buy you a new one. Exactly. Seventy-two. Okay. Uh, Mel with classic line up there. Give a patron an answer and he's informed for a day. Teach him how to find answers. It's a teachable moment. Like they're trying to give him the whole information dump while the guy just wants to know where the bathroom is. Yeah, I love that. And do we still won't let him escape? And then we find out why, the classic reason why at the bottom, why we do the info dump during during every pause in a reference transaction. 
Yeah, because every time uh, you teach someone a resource, an angel gets its wings. That's true. Ding. It's a fact. Uh, top of top page seventy two. Just just I'm setting down the law here. No longer, no more in Unshelved are we allowed to use the punchline. Where's the bathroom? Oh come on! Like we literally just used it uh, three pages before the not of edit here sequence, and yeah, it's a great punchline. It's often it's often thing that happens in the library. I, I, I know, know it's a thing that, that happens in the library, and I'm just saying I, I can tell that it's it's uh, uh, overhyped now. It's overused. Overused? Yeah. 74. Okay. The poor guy who uh, hates manga. I'm, I, I am that guy. Are you that guy? Yeah. I still I, hate it, manga. Pink ink makes my eyes feel like they're bleeding. Still hate it. Still hate it? Yeah. I did not do what you, what Dewey, what you did and what Dewey did, which was to, to read a bunch of manga to kind of numb yourself. <laughs> it's like Novocaine. It manga, manga is its own Novocaine. It's like, a, no, it's like a homeopathy. You inject yourself with little bits of it, of the thing you hate, and eventually you'll like it. It can't be like homeopathy, because that ain't real. <laughs> I hate both of them. I hate manga and homeopathy. <laughs> uh, all right. 76. Okay. This was based on uh, an email from somebody or a story somebody told oh, us. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. About the lady who was like, consequences! Consequences! That was the entire of her parenting. Like, her kids are going to well, go off to college, and that was the only thing she ever did was to yell the she word. She still does it, apparently. She comes into the library and just screams, consequences! At the kids. I love it. Uh, and I really like how it ends, which is she's sh shuttling the kids out, Dewey kicks them out, and she says, you'll be sorry, and he says, near apology accepted. See, my, my favorite moment is on 76, Not that, that's on 77, but my favorite moment is on 76 when um, everybody's trying to vote that Dewey has to deal with her, uh -huh. and then, and then, um, and like, no one listens like, to what I, the I other staff... I, I can't do that, but then the patrons come up and go, we've all voted too, Dewey, yeah. Dewey's the man to handle it. she this. crumbles. Yes. And, and but Dewey, Dewey delivers she that crumbles line. crumbles like a gluten-free cookie. <laughs> Debbie delivers the line, on behalf of the library patrons and staff, I'm here to tell you that your parenting style isn't working for us. <laughs> I love that. I wish, right? Oh, man. Do we get to do that now? If you ever want to make a million dollars, we should just make a greeting card that says that. Right? <laughs> no, it, like not even a greeting card, but a thing you can hand something, like a business card. Yes, hey, here. Your, your parenting style. Like a calling card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just have a stack of them on the desk so that patrons go hand it to, to uh, each other. So uh, in 78, they get an automated uh, book drop. Which, did, did your library have one of these? Uh, it did eventually. It looks like it's pneumatic, too, which I like, which ours is not. <laughs> I assume it is. Um, pneumatic would be the way to go. I mean, like... Uh, we would we would go around... So after after your system started getting automated, we would go do talks, and we talk about libraries being automated, and it turns out, like... Nobody was automated. Nobody was automated. <laughs> Nobody even knew what we were talking about. A lot of them are now, but... I guess. I'm so like, many. soon you're going to have robots. Yeah. I like I like that the kid gets stuck in there, but the mom is like, "Yeah, don't worry, <laughs> he's an idiot, <laughs> no problem." It's not your fault. My yeah. son's always getting stuck in stuff. That's on seventy-eight, uh, seventy-nine. Anything? Yeah. Eighty. Yeah. So in eighty, in the middle, we'll go ahead at the top. You do the top. Well, it's the it's the kid who's going to be a librarian, and the the dad wants to take him to a deprogrammer. Yeah. <laughs> like the dad's just well, not. Alarmed. No, we're going back to the deprogrammer. It's not even the first time with the deprogrammer. <laughs> right. This kid is not turning into the man that his son wants. His well, father wants him to be. And he's clearly he's clearly going to be a librarian because he's excited about not only the reader's guide but country living. Yes. Like like clear signs. Yeah. Um, I'm actually very pleased with the middle strip middle panel on page eighty, where we got the little sound of the computer going, and the, that is son, nice. the kid goes whack. Like that all comes together where your eye comes down and the whack interrupts it and rare success. Eighty one. Uh, this is a beautiful little three panel sequence. It's it's nice when uh, oh that one but eighty one is nice too when uh, Mel tries to enforce some kind of weird dress code on Dewey and he just takes it very literally. Yeah, she keeps she keeps telling him what she wants and then he like very specifically wears something with a button with buttons and a collar and it comes back in a clown suit. 
because well, it has buttons yeah. on the collar. And I think I think what's weird is like like some people take the dress code very very literally. Like they come in looking nice, you know, mm -hmm. sharp, and some people like will. Well, sorry, not literally, but 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 they understand, right? They understand yeah, the point the of the dress code, the spirit of the dress code. And then some people are just literal, and they go to, I don't know, like estate sales from people uh -huh. who died, and they take the clothes they were buried in and, and come in wearing them. It's very strange <laughs> that they were buried in. Yes. Well, yes. That's unusual. Well, you, you can tell by the smell. <laughs> hey, look, I got this new shirt, new to me, and you're like, okay. Uh, I like an '82. I'm not sure what this is, but there's a kid. Oh no! There's a woman bathing. That's what bathing her cat. Bathing her cat in the bathroom. Did, was this a story we heard? I, I don't know where this came from. I don't either. But I actually really like the sequence, and I like in '82. There's this little vignette where this is unlike us, but we sort of we sort of went off the main topic, and a woman's about to, or a person's about to write a check to Mel to the library, and then the cat just runs through. Right. And Mel's and, like, uh, and Mel's write, like, write just write check. the check. Write it. Write the check. Don't, don't look, please don't. Well, look. and then Mel, Mel's reaction on '83 is that Dewey has to put a sign. In the restroom, saying, yeah, saying, saying no cat, no cat baby. Hyper specific. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what you need. That's the answer to everything, right? Yeah. Uh, Eighty-four. Dewey's in trouble uh, for telling a guy off. Yeah. I like I like the one panel in the middle. Yeah. This man says you told him where to go. To be fair, he asked for directions. <laughs> like that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, um, and I like how Dewey is playing with people in eighty-five. So yeah, what is eighty five? Is there's a secret room in the library where, like, rumor rumor gets out there's a secret room where where they keep all the all good, the good stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, or a secret section, and um, the guy has a sacred head covering. So we've convinced our friends' kids that uh, Koreans put a napkin on their head oh my gosh. at dinner, and so every That's time they nice. come to our house, and, and but but now they're old enough to understand the joke. Okay. And they just do it just to be funny. And we we all do it now. We all put it on our but heads. But did they? But now that they understand, that, did they go through like an arc of, of feeling betrayed? No, 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 no. no, no, no they just okay. think it's hilarious. Okay, they just think it's. You hilarious. managed to skip that. I, well, I, I I think they're in on it, but uh -huh. it's unclear if they just think it's really funny. <laughs> it, like they could just be laughing at Korea. Right. That, that's we could nice. That's your little bit towards international relations. We don't know. Yeah. One day, one of them's going to be president, and he's going to show up. Well, so and he's going to and he's going to like Mr. President. Why is there a napkin in your head? Like I happen to know something about Korean culture. <laughs> My wife's mom used to think it was hilarious too. We had her doing it. We had her putting the money head right. <laughs> so we'd all just be sitting there. So page eighty six is the thing about introductions, and we get oh. we do all we do all these keynotes. And um, actually, one of the very first pieces of advice I got from someone who did this was to write an introduction for yourself. And I'm like, that's incredibly like self centered. She's like, you will never regret it. And lo and behold, like every time someone, once in a while, we get a really amazing kind of off the cuff or, or planned introduction. Or like a really personal thing. A really says. personal yeah, yeah. thing. Some, one time some guy got up, when we were in Prince George in BC, a guy got up and showed his favorite on shelf strip. And it really was his favorite. And he said why it was his favorite. And all these things he loved about libraries and stuff. And that was the best introduction we've ever gotten. Because it was I, so personal. See, my, my, favorite, my favorite is the one in uh, California, that community college for the library system down there. It was in Los Angeles. It was in Pasadena when we were uh -huh. speaking. Yeah. And uh, the guy did a take on the most interesting man in the world advertisements for the beer, for oh the Dos Equis. Yeah. Remember? And nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Even us. Nobody knew what the reference was. And yeah. It was just like, they are the most interesting men in the world. He was trying to do the accent yes. and stuff. And like, like. It was just surreal. No, but in retrospect, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny that nobody got it. I love, I love the joke. I'm not sure it was gets. an effective introduction, but it was like. Well, everybody was like scratching their heads when yeah. we got on stage. I, I, that was, that the was good like, news is we probably look like we were making sense by comparison. <laughs> That's um, my favorite moment. And then though. we've gotten, and then we've just gotten ones, I mean, not to be mean to people, but we've gotten ones that, um, um, 
sometimes people just one, one woman literally found everything she could on the internet about us and then just read all those out loud. Uh, well, it was like it was like old introductions that we had had to ourselves on the old bios or something. Old right? bios or just things that people had written about us in interviews and stuff like that. She just right. read it all. Right. Like like I'm, I'm a librarian. I I did some research. I'm going to present Here the research is. to you now. Here it is. Here it all is. right. I like I like um, I like Dewey when he comes in on the bottom of eighty six. If you hate books, put your heads on your desks and take a nap. Like, that's what I used to do. Like, like I would get in there and I would just go, it's okay if you don't want to listen to me. Just yeah. ignore me, please. That's nice. And don't, and they know exactly what don't you be do. rude. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah. Read a book. I just have to. I just have to be Randy on page bottom of 87. How would you like to be introduced? Ladies, hold on to your lacy undergarments. <sighs> on page 89. 89. Are we on 89 now? We are on page 89. Uh, I like, well, 88 and 89. This is the second Gila Monster uh, reference we've done in the third panel in the really? last 10 pages. Yes. I think we, 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 I'm now outlawing the word Gila Monster in the third okay. panel. All right. All right. I'm just I'm bringing bathroom I'm just back. I'm impressed though. you said Gila. I didn't know it was Gila. Really? Yeah. Not one of those things I hear out loud very often. Gila Monster. It's not Gila Monster? No. It's okay. Monster. It does make more sense now that you say it loud. Right. I actually think this is a fairly successful strip uh, sequence in that someone is putting fortune cookies and fortune cookie fortunes in in books as bookmarks and we don't know who it is until until we reveal that it's Mervyn. It's a nice reveal. Like I didn't know I'd totally forgotten about this. One. Why don't libraries put fortunes in books? Would that be great? great? If yeah. Just like like somewhere in the book you find a fortune? Yeah. Uh, you and I had had arguments as we put the new book together about whether we should have these little commentaries. And at yep. the time, I was deeply in favor of them. And now, as I read them, I'm like, oh, I hate these. Do you? Yeah. Oh, give me five. Welcome to my side of the argument. Yeah. Oh, I hate them too. Because I think I'm so clever at the moment, and then it doesn't age very well. You know, you know what I found the other day, though? I, and I don't hate all of them, but once in a while, I'm just like, I, I don't know why I wrote this. I must have just been filling up space. I, I found an old collection of Malky's comics that I have uh -huh. of uh, Wondermark. Uh -huh. um, and it's the annotated wonder mark. It's really fun. Well, I bet his are really good. Well, I just think I just think it takes it takes a lot of time. Yeah, and you have to have something to say. Yeah, right? and saying. somehow he he generates that to to an extent where I'm like, man, yeah. I don't have that in me. Like, yeah. like, like, but I, that's that's Melky and that's Melky versus us. I know. Well, <laughs> he no, has no. the time and, and the and the desire. It's, and the it's called it's called the annotated wonder mark. And if you can find a copy, I recommend you do. It was yeah. before the Dark Horse collections came out. However, on the middle of page ninety, I agree with a comment. It says Unshelved would be a better strip if we started off with more establishing shots. Nah. Uh, and that's one of the things we are going to be doing more of now is is not necessarily even the outside, but kind of setting the scene a little bit more. Like we have this three D model of the library, and it's just sort of where are you? Where are we? Uh, I, I like this. I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy it. You don't have to. All right. We're still going to do it. All right. Page ninety one. Okay. Um. Dewey. Dewey. Oh, we, were, we were kind of talking about this earlier. Yeah. This yeah. is where Dewey pays the guy back for he, the money he lost in the photocopier, the ten uh, cents. Because it's more. It's it's easier than filling out the the form work. We actually gives him a buck. Mel right. Mel just loses her mind. Right. Yeah. And and he's like, it's worth it for. It, it bought me a dollar's worth of peace and quiet. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything for a few pages. 92. Okay. Uh, the seasick carpet. Real thing? We, well, we've seen some terrible carpets We out have there. seen some astounding Really carpets. bad carpets. And yeah. actually, so I, I found out that uh, Portland Airport's old carpet was yeah. super famous. You ever heard yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, it was. It had like yeah. a Facebook page. And, yeah. Uh, and then they had a little going away party for it. Well, I think there's still part of it there. Maybe it's all gone now. Maybe. I mean, maybe they kept a tribute. But they, but, but uh, like Alaska Airlines had a thing saying goodbye to it. Libraries. I don't know if libraries just go out and find like the worst carpets in the world. Not all of them. Because some, some libraries have amazing carpets. But... I'm Man. not sure what an amazing carpet is, but I guess I know a bad one when well, I see it. Well, you know it's it. an amazing carpet? It's, it's an amazing carpet. And you don't notice you don't, it? You don't notice it. You don't yeah, look at it. Yeah, yeah right? Um, 
I do, I do really like this. The sequence isn't really about the carpet. It's about one person has a problem with it, which is relatively easily solved. Right. Um, and then... And Mel wants to change the whole carpet. Mel wants to change the whole carpet, and she's going to have to cut the budget and do all this stuff. And that, that seems basically true. I like the guy comes in for a power cord for his VIC-20 on yeah. 90, 93. Yeah. And he wants to look in the archive of forgotten technology. VIC-20 was not a good computer. No, I never had one. No. I, I only... I Jones for one. All I had yeah. was the Intellivision. But the Commodore 64 was. And that was that was the first computer I ever got paid to program money for. I was reading a paid book. money to program for. I was reading a book at this point that had a, a thing called the uh, Library of Forgotten Books in it, mm. and uh, I can't remember what book. Sh- Shadow of the Wind. Shadow of the Wind. Yeah, that's mm. what it was called. Carlos. Carlos Ruiz Zephron. I don't know. Yeah. Fantastic book. Nice guy too. Met him one time. All right. You know famous authors. I just met him. Admire that about only him. I knew one. Him. Okay. Ninety-three. Okay. Uh, ninety-four, nothing. Ninety-five. This is this is the guy with toenail clippings for. Uh, oh my god, for his simple you, and, you and toenail clippings. Ninety-five, dude. Toenail you're, clippings. The are, are always one of these things you're trying to inject into strips. Don't ever look under the carpet you're looking. Because here's a good library carpet. A good library carpet hides toenail clippings. That's how you know. <laughs> That's why they have so many crescent moons on the toenail. Well, it needs to hide them, but allow them to be vacuumed up. It can't. Ooh. It can't retain them. It can't hide them in a in a permanent way. Well, it may. <laughs> no, I'm saying a good library carpet would not retain it in permanent. If you can't, if you can't feel them as you're walking over that new shoes, and always wear your shoes in the library, folks. Yeah, yeah, I think we can all agree yes. with that. Um, I've got something on page 99. I got nine. Oh, I've got 97. Okay, tell me about 97. 97. Um, very excited. There's a line around the block for computers, and it's again unemployment. Yeah, got to file the for unemployment again. Yeah, we just we just hit it one more time. Nice. Uh, 97 again on the bottom. Same lady. <laughs> Um, she's looking for, for something to help her prepare for a job interview. There's a huge wait, as there always is in the library, for the good books on job interviews and resumes. And uh, she says, if I, don't, if I don't kill you, I'll use it during my job interviews as an example of how well I handle stress. Which is I like you, that. You have, to, you have to look at that. This reminds me, there was Patience. a time uh, before we started Unshelved when I was um, thinking seriously of starting a software company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a pretty good idea for a website. Still a pretty good idea. And, uh, and I decided, you know what, I, I really don't know anything about starting companies. I'm going to get a book from the library. And it was... One from 1998? It was. I mean, you know, it was, this, was, this was before 1998. It probably was, like, uh, 1998. And this was, so it was maybe, like, 10 years old, which shouldn't be that old. But the difference between 10 years ago and, like, the, the, the internet boom and stuff was just... Uh, like, it said all these hilarious things, which weren't necessarily bad advice at the time, but your company needs to be firmly profitable before you like go get investment or something like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I would am, would that it would that it were true. I, I, I so I am starting a little collection of books uh, in my house, which I had forgotten about until I started had to pack all my books oh, yeah, and I moved. And uh, it's it's these books on like like so you want to be a librarian kind of books, right? Uh-huh. And they're hilarious. Just about time. libraries? What is the theme of your just about just about librarians. Oh, okay. like, like so so I wanted those little career guides that are made for libraries. Oh, but from different eras? From different eras, oh. yes. I, I want a collection of those. Just yeah, to yeah. just to show how things have changed right. and how they haven't. And what's amazing is how many of those books recycle content. It's oh, just that. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 99, 98, 99, we had this nice moment where uh, the, the there's a an, oh, there's a, a smell. A smell in the library that we didn't want to know what it was. Yeah. Um, so just, just an artistic note on the top of 99, there's a sign, which is a funny sign. Uh, today's program, Library Detective. What is that smell? Where is it coming from? And this is Dewey's attempt to crowdsource the problem. But if you look at that sign and you project where the, the, the sign goes, like it's not clear what it's doing there. Maybe it's got a stand or something, but it's probably just sitting on the floor and it probably intersects Mel's legs. And it's just one of those artistic things that does not quite... I think you're, I think you're safer than that. I don't think it's that far off. Yeah. The angle's weird. Yeah, angle's weird. Well, it, it's, it's, all the, it, it's the shadow. 
the the one the one shadow that makes it a little strange. Oh, yeah, well, that's the shadow. Normally, shadow would be nice. Hundred. Hundred. Uh, we the library system determines that De that Dewey is not allowed to shelve books. Yeah. So this is sort of getting back to a thing we did a while ago. Yeah. Um, but kind of a different take on it, uh, which is that technically There's some kind of job description. Thing. Oh, so so originally it was the library, and this time it's the union. Like actually, that's the different take on it this time. It goes. Yeah. It, right. it, it, there's a very specific thing about his job and what he's allowed to do, as far as the union's concerned. Right. He can take them off the shelf, but not put them on the shelf. And, and then the old lady with the walker. How, 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 how based in truth is this? So I never heard this from the union, but I did hear it from the library system I worked for. Yeah. That I wasn't allowed to shelf books. And then they really backed off on it. Because yeah. as you're just walking through the stacks, you should pick stuff up Absolutely. and put it back, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous not yeah. to. But, of course, some people do that all the time to go hide in the stacks, right? And that's, yeah. not, that's not good. And so to address the problem of one person, they ban everybody from doing what's reasonable in the building, which is a little ridiculous. Um... So one one. Yep. Uh, I like that it leads to Dewey not being able, not being sure he can pick up a book for a lady with a walker. Yeah. Uh, that's just quintessential. He has to. He literally has to go go and find out, and then he comes back, and he's and like, "Good gone. news," and she's gone. Uh, one oh two. The irritated lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the yuppie lady. The yuppie lady. Uh, I don't know why she's a yuppie, but she is. I like that he's, he's taking entitled. He's taking notes. Your irritation is unusually <laughs> complex. I'm not going to be a dinner party anecdote. I don't need notes for that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, she grabs it and looks at it and, it says, and she quotes, and then she walked away, happy smile on her face. And Dewey says, I like having an ending to work towards. That's beautiful. <laughs> just, just irritating. Uh, I love on the bottom page 103, what's the best thing about the reference desk? And for Dewey, it's lots of nooks and crannies for hiding coffee. And you see where all the coffee is, including he's got a little cup holder attachment for the computer. Man, I hate the new, the new reference desks are kind of like, they tend to be like uh, less desky. It's trying to be more inviting, so there's mm. no piece of wood kind of at the front of the desk. It's still a mm. desk. You still mm. don't want people coming around it, so at least yeah. they've gone away from that again. It's still a barrier in case they decide to attack you? Kind of, yeah, but like, but like it's it's less a desk, um, because somehow like Ikea furniture is more inviting than uh, an uh, actual desk, which okay. would be a central meeting point. Right. Um, although for a while, like uh, one of the libraries near here had these pods that were on wheels that you could like push around to different mm -hmm. locations and use yeah, them. Like in Indianapolis. It, but, but patrons were using them. Like, they uh, were, like it looked like a little go kart, you right. know, for with a computer and a printer. And they were like, "Hey, happy happy yeah, days! Yeah. I'm going to use that." But it wasn't for patrons. It was no. And then you have to run over and go, "No, you can't touch that." <laughs> nice. And they'd be like, "Uh, sorry, it was a computer. It was open." Uh, um, yeah. One hundred four. One hundred four. Uh, the, the the dispensers, the library materials dispensers. My, my favorite is the the grabbing arm. You one. like the grabbing arm? I do. I, I want that in the library. I think it would make make getting books much more exciting. Bottom of one of four is maybe my favorite unshelf strip of all time. You like it just? I love it so out. much. It makes me laugh so hard every time I look at it. Um, the sudden the sudden violence there, and then Dewey's response. Uh, it just it just kills me. That it's not adjustable. I, I like. I see. My favorite of this sequence is probably the one where it's. Um, you don't know what's going to come out, and it's like Christmas. And, and you might not like it. On 105? Yeah, yeah. it's just like Christmas. Just yeah. like Christmas. 106? Nice, 106. Nice, uh, nice art in the, in, the in the middle there. Why, thank you, Bill. So this one, this one was drawn on Whidbey Island in Washington State. Was it? For your birthday, yes. Uh, and I had uh, my friends... Was this one of your iPad? I think this might have been one of your iPad ones. Uh, I think so. I think this is probably the first iPad one. Huh? Uh, this, is, this is my friend's kid's boyfriend. He, he had to pose for me in a freestanding <laughs> bathtub for this. His name is Chase. Uh -huh. uh, he's in law school right now. Hi, Chase. He's in New York. Uh, great guy. And um, he, was, he was the model for this. Uh -huh. I didn't trace it, but it helped me. It helped me figure out. Like, so it's on his resume, a model. Something, I guess. Um, in case you missed it, Dewey is in the Mallville Day Spa and Oil Change, I guess. 
That may, that may be one of the signs that we cropped a little too much to get the joke. <laughs> Could be. Uh, 107? 107. Middle strip, first panel. Reader's oh. advisory, no apostrophe. Totally inconsistent. Nice. Books teen boys would read if they knew they existed. Yeah. Here's new book list. Yeah. My dream book list. And uh, Mel what's, freaks out. What's so dreamy about it? Uh, it's, it's, it's violence. It's graphic violence. And adult oh, content, right? Oh, I didn't quite get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Mel says, we can't be responsible for kids reading these books. And Dewey says, exactly. Only their parents can be responsible for them. Oh, that's nice. Right? Us, using, that's really nice. Turning it. Turning it. Yes. And then the woman comes in. The kid gave me smut. Then you gave him this, this list of smut. No, I did, but I did make it widely available. Yeah, I didn't give him the list, but I made it widely available. I love it because it's it's like everything in the library against him. Maybe maybe we should make that list. I, you know, I'm going to make that list. Okay. Bottom page one ten. Tax forms. The tax forms. We got so much mail about the tax forms thing, which is they're literally standing in front of a giant sign that says tax forms. People are like, where are the tax forms? That really got him. And and now of course that this seems to already be an artifact of the past. Uh, no, people are mostly trained to get them online now. Well, they're trying. To, libraries are trying to train them, but some libraries uh, that I've been in are actually mm -hmm. going online. The IRS isn't providing them to libraries automatically anymore, but they go online like they're a person and order a bunch of tax forms. Oof. So okay. to make them available, because there's a lot of demand, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where I'm I'm, I'm endlessly entertained when when Dewey makes people go through some sort of trial in order to get basic services. Yes. In this case, stand on one leg, flap your arms, and pretend you're a rooster. And suddenly the background's going bark bark, and Dewey says, "No, a rooster. Stop trying to lay an egg." On 111, I like uh, the woman's things not going well on the computer, and she says, take over, I want someone to blame. <laughs> That's I just nice. Like, I just like that. Shrieking lady. Shrieking lady. One. She just literally can't keep her voice down. All right. I feel bad for people like that. Well, she's, kind of, she's kind of talking like the guy in Ex Machina. If, uh, if, that, if that font was green, she would be the guy uh, in Ex Machina talking okay. to machines. Okay. Bottom page 114. Go ahead. Uh, 114. Uh, I like 114. It's my birthday strip. The top yes. of 114. Yes. My friend needs paper. Do we give him some paper? And uh, he hands it over the over the stall. Uh -huh. And the guy says, "I'm not printing my resume." It's here. a nice reveal. It's it's beautiful. Like you don't know where it's going between two. It's and beautiful. Three. It's beautiful. Uh, no. And then on bottom page 114, I really like once again Urban Bowhunter. Urban Bowhunter. We've used yeah. it before. I know. We'll use it again. Uh, I will use it again. It's it's once in a while. It's really funny. 115. Uh, the lady who's mad. They only have the first book in the series, and mm -hmm. not not uh, the later books. She doesn't want to go to the bookstore. She doesn't want to spend her money on this crap. Yep. Love it. All right. Perfect. Complete. In every way. Yep. 116. You said this is the funniest thing I've ever written? I think it's really funny. I don't want a library card. Then you've come to the wrong place. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's it? I just think it's really funny. Because he doesn't he doesn't want to tell the library anything about himself. Um, but Just the line, then you've come to the wrong place, is really funny. Okay. All right. I, I, it just works by itself. See, I think, I think that... Uh, I think that Bathroom strip is funnier than this. I know. Any day of the week. Because there's a bathroom. Yes. Well, it's it's also the reveal. But the guy doesn't want to the guy doesn't want to give any information. He makes such a stink about not wanting to give information about himself that he's now become memorable. Yes, that's the that's that's irony. Beautiful. I don't know if you know what that is. That's called irony. We should use this guy for that strip we were talking about today. That sequence we were discussing today. Uh, okay. He looks the part a little bit. Uh, maybe. All right. Maybe. All right. Stay tuned to Unshelved to see that sequence. Could do. It all depends whether that guy is mentally ill or not. Yes. Okay, so we need to yes. One eighteen, Brad Geiger. Yeah, his, hey Brad. Very punny. Yep. Brad did a um, a five minute stand up set after taking a class that his wife uh, Carolyn yeah gave him as a birthday present or anniversary uh -huh. present I can't remember and uh, I think it's on YouTube it's worth watching. Oh okay. It's pure Brad Geiger. He's really. Funny. You never saw it? No, no. Oh, it's yeah. it's 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 beautiful. It like like uh, if I remember it right, it's a little little Henny Youngman there, which is I, exactly well, where, where he would come in. Right? I believe it. 
118, agree to disagree. I like I like I like library tips because like I just find a piece of advice and then mm -hmm. twist it to the library. It's it's kind of an easy yeah. thing to write. You argue with everything I say. No, I don't. Perfect. Beautiful moment. That is uh, the ultimate 12-year-old girl moment, and this woman has never matured past that. Right. So. And 119, I love winners never quit and quitters never win. The winners never quit is the guy coming in for the summer reading prize like way too late. Yep. And the quitters never win is that uh, Colleen will not stop with a reference transaction even though the patron isn't there anymore. <laughs> she just can't bring herself to. Waste all that good that reference. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, one, 121. Yep. We have Dewey doing the little uh, John Cusick Cusack. Yes. yes. From uh, Say Anything. Yes. Uh, but he's playing polka for the teens to drive them away from the library. Which Remember, if nice. you see something, say anything. Nice. Uh, this is unusual. Um, Dewey actually trying to get rid of of like of uh, teenagers. Well, they're doing. They're they're blocking the door. Right. No, I mean at some point they're doing something wrong. Which a lot of businesses deal with by um, playing music. Yeah, music or uh, just right. classical music. And that's what this is. Uh, bottom one twenty one. Nice owly. Moment there, a little alley moment. Yeah, I like I like the guy with the colander on his head. He's been in before, uh -huh. but I think you drew the shit out of him that time. Thanks. Uh, one twenty-two. Yes. Nothing. Okay. One twenty-three. Yes. You're just gonna read all the page numbers. I, I am. Our new our new author's commentary. Gene well, uh, reads the page numbers. I like I like the guy who's demanding to have his son sent out, which I've had happen a couple times. Then he offers to he, he tries to he, he tells Dewey he's gonna get him fired, but Dewey says he'd have to leave the car. To do <laughs> I know. I doubt it. You'd need to leave your car. Perfect. That is beautiful. There is this way in which I I think a very satisfying funny thing is Dewey, and it's usually Dewey, but he kind of knows the patrons so well he knows when they're bluffing. Right. And that's that's pretty great. One twenty four. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite library tips is uh, tell them what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. At th th there's oh, a, it's no, it's a conference tip, and that's important. Sorry, sorry, no. sorry, conference tip. At a lot of conferences, we see people giving this library's rah 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 talk, right? And it always goes over. So it's very well. successful. Yeah, and I, one of my fantasies is to make the jokey version of the library's rah 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 talk, like the over the top, completely over the top, yeah, keynote version of library's rah rah rah. Well, when we were putting together what turned into our our, our well, I don't I want to say our last keynote, but our latest keynote, um, Too Much Information. One of our ideas was to do the library rah-rah talk. And and sort of what it turned into was sort of the opposite of the, of the library rah-rah talk. Right, too it, much it talked yeah. into kind of here's what's wrong with libraries and what you need to fix talk. And that was the best we could do. That was the closest to the library rah-rah talk. But it goes into a, there's a, there's a, there's a great library rah-rah-rah moment at the end. Well, so, so deep within it is a library rah-rah because we love libraries so much. We just don't and love And we love what books. It's, it's books rah-rah-rah, libraries rah-rah-rah. Right. right. We, and, and librarians rah-rah-rah. We just don't love what libraries have become in some ways. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I think or, or what that, they're threatening to become. What they're threatening to become, sure. Uh, and, 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 so, and so anyway, that, that's like funny. We couldn't, we couldn't really do it in all good faith. Well, I still think I still think it's out there, but I don't, you have to set it up right. You have to you have to you have to have the crowd cheering. You have to have some kind of like signs, like <sighs> yeah, <laughs> literally a pep rally. Yes, yes, yeah. There's got to be confetti, right, and balloons dropping uh -huh. from the ceiling. And cheerleaders. Um, I like uh, 125. Be yourself. Yeah. Uh, my idea here is that Dewey has printed up business cards Seriously, the, uh, just just to get every arc he wants. Yeah. So that's a pro tip. Just don't print look up. like the director of a large library system. You don't have to. You don't have to be who you are. Be yeah. anybody at a library yeah. conference. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you nailed the hot dog on. Yeah, one twenty. Uh, it's just a good hot dog. I gotta tell you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even eat those. It hot doesn't dogs have any anymore. condiments. It's just just the hot dog. Just a hot dog. Do you like some plain? What I did is I did a three D model in CAD and I rotated it and got nice. the, I did some ray tracing. Nice, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because the light source looks perfect. Yeah. As does the shading, which I don't say very often about these comics. Uh, it was a joke. I didn't do any ray no, tracing at all. I, I just. It's fine. I just nailed it. I know you did. It's all good. 
127? Uh, 127? Um, the guy wants a book that's published today, and uh, he's apparently very helpful. Uh, but I like, I like in the middle of 127, the center panel, uh, Dewey's explanation of why it takes so long for books to get to the shelf, which is actually true. Yeah. It's a little didactic, but we got a chance to put it out there. So use this strip in your library. Next time <laughs> you somebody's just complaining. Print it out and hand it to That's people right. when they ask. Perfect. All right, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Uh, oh, a nice quote from Tamara Pierce on the on the back cover. Forgot Tamara about Pierce. that. Oh. Yeah. oh, and another thing I spent way too long on, but it actually worked out well, is the magnifying glass. That's a nice magnifying glass. That was actually really, really hard to get right uh, in terms of what it magnified. And, and you can't quite tell it, but I'm, I'm even like bending the light a little bit. Uh, you can see it's magnifying the thing. Is that a gravitational lens effect, Bill? Uh, let's say yes. Let's say yes. Let's say yes, because this is improv, and you never disagree. Bye. Bye. Tapping my password, hitting stop. <laughs>